Hello and welcome to the Inner Know podcast with Janelle Bridge, where we talk about everything spiritual development. Let's go. Hello, my loves, and welcome back to my podcast. Today, what we're going to be talking about is animal communication. So we'll be tapping into how animals come through in the spirit world, but also how we can communicate with our animals whilst they are living. Now, what has prompted this is not only lots of mediumship readings that I've done, you know, over the past three years where people have desired to communicate with their crossover pets, but also um, sitting here and being able to show you how to communicate with your animals whilst they are living. So I got a message from a friend yesterday. She's got a puppy and she messaged me and said, you know, can you give me some training tips? I'm open to anything. And I laughed because as you guys who are regular listeners will know, I have one perfect dog, one perfectly trained, well-behaved, well-mannered boy. And then I have one psycho. (laughs) And she's in the back of the screen right now. I can see her. She's grabbed a pillow. I think she's probably going to hump it. She's in her teenage phase, right? Yep, there she goes. Um, and she's improving every day. She's, you know, she's a good dog. She's just a silly dog at the moment. And um, I started to give her some tips, some tips that I've used, you know, laugh, telling her that I was laughing because I'm definitely not. I don't have those perfect dogs that behave perfectly all the time. But one of my biggest tips, um, you know, I kind of said, you know, start the off-lead training really, really young and they look to you for um, safety when they're unsure and they'll continue to do that, which I've, Daphne is incredible at, really, really good at, actually better than Johnny when it comes to keeping eyes on me and looking at me for instruction the entire time. Johnny's really responsive, but um, there's just a different form of connection with that off-lead walking with Daphne because we started really early. Anyway, um, my biggest kind of there's a few. One is that they're pack animals and they want to be with you. So we can't just chuck them in the backyard and be like, why is this dog being so naughty? Anyway, I'm not going to move. I'm not going to go into logistics of dog training because that is not my expertise. I'm going to go through communicating with souls, sentient beings, whether they are animals, whether they are past, whatever it is. I'm going to start with mediumship communication. So I wish you could see the video because Daphne is going ham at a pillow right now. Oh, she was always going to be the star of a show on animal communication, wasn't she? Yep, yeah. yeah, she's talking to <laughs> Daphne Bridge. Just uh, my Zoom has a really good noise compressor, um, so I'm not sure if you could hear. She just noticed that I was kind of paying her out and came over and barked into the microphone. Anyway, I digress. I've done so many mediumship readings where people have desired to communicate with their pets, not just dogs. Dogs are obviously the most common, but cats and even chickens and ducks, like they come through. It was actually one of the reasons that I literally went fully vegetarian. Like I've always been pescatarian, but I went fully vegetarian when I was bringing through people's chickens and they were talking and I was like, oh my gosh, Um, they are souls. They are sentient beings, right? Anyway, I, let's talk about some of the most memorable, memorable mediumship readings that I've done with people's pets. So I remember I had this beautiful lady come in for a session with me. It was when I was doing face-to-face sessions and she came in and instantly what came in with her was a sausage dog and he came through so clearly and he was showing me where he used to sit on his dad's feet and where he used to lie in the sunshine and what he used to do with his water bowl and his little feet in there and scratching if there was like one little thing and he had a little sibling and they pretended they didn't like each other but the other sibling's pining now and just so much beautiful information as to where he used to sleep and how he used to dig in the garden and lay in a little like all this beautiful stuff and it was this beautiful communication and then and then this little doggo said to me, and now my daddy's in heaven with me. And I was like, whoa, because the lady in front of me was only quite young, you know. She was probably in her 50s. Um, 
And then husband came through. Her husband came through. So the doggo's dad. And it makes me laugh that doggo pushed through before husband. <laughs> and she was so there for that depth of communication with her dog as well. It was really beautiful. Um, and then her husband came through in this really beautiful, strong way. Now, the way that her husband came through and the way that her dog came through is the exact same, right? So we think, well, how can you communicate with a dog? Like, do they talk to you? Like, are they barking? Are they speaking human language? And my answer to that is just as simple as if someone comes through and they were from another country and they spoke a different language, I can still deliver messages from them. Now, the reason being is that I, most spirit will always find a way to communicate. So, but my most um, developed or most innate way of communicating with spirit and my intuition and my guides and all that is through clear cognizance, which is inner knowing, clear knowing, right? That is just when you just fucking know, when you just fucking know. You know, when someone puts up a profile picture on Facebook, showing my age, on Facebook and they're alone and they're looking fly and you think, Oh, yeah, you split up, didn't you? And you can just literally just be like, oh, that's logic because they've put up a profile picture and they're single and they look good and they've made an effort for the photo or maybe they're posting more more thirst traps. So we can write that off as being really perceptive, which is for a whole lot of my life I thought it was very perceptive. I didn't think that there was any psychic abilities. I didn't even know that they existed. I'm sorry if you can hear Daphne going nuts. She's hit her morning sillies, haven't you, my darling? You have. You've hit morning sillies and you're teething. Um, anyhow, so... That's and so what I learned when I started developing psychically was that it was not um it was not perception, it was just that inner knowing being ignited by an outside uh recognition, if that makes sense as well. So um it's also one of the reasons <laughs> that men are less perceptive because women are inherently more psychic than men. Um anyway, we won't go down that track. We're not hating on men today, but it's just one of the things that we're really good at because we are more perceptive, but it's not about looking and noticing. It's about little things jumping out and grabbing our attention throughout inner knowing, if that makes sense. Anyway, I'm digressing. So, you know, if you think you're perceptive and you just know, and then you might go and find evidence that backs up what you know to prove yourself right or whatever. But that was how I operated. That was what I thought. You know, I'm just really perceptive. I just notice things. Most people don't notice things. One of the ways that we get in touch with our psychic development on a deeper level is we slow down. We slow down. So we notice more things. So it's one and the same. But anyway, again, I'm digressing. It's what I do. If you've been here for a while, you know that's what I do. So when it comes to communicating with animals in the spirit world, it's almost telepathic, right? So the little person will come through, the little doggo and I, it's almost like I can see them as part of my own memories. And I just know that they're a sausage dog and I just know where they like to sleep. So if you said to me, tell me about Johnny, my dog, I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's beautiful. And I just know that he's a black lab and I just know he has the most beautiful temperament. And I just know that he loves to come and put his head on my on my lap and just snuggle with me. And I just know that he's an absolute gentleman and he'll let Daphne finish all the food before he even puts his head near the bowl. And I just know that he's, he, you know, every time he jumps upon the bed, he does what we call the fat boy drop. He gets comfortable and then he goes... <laughs> and flops down and generally like lands on me on the way down. So they are things I just know because I've experienced it. But if I'm reading for you and your pet comes through, then I will just know all of those things about your pet because your pet is dropping that into my field. 
for me to share with you. I know that's really woo-woo. I know that sounds really like wool, but that's kind of the best way that I've come up to with to describe what goes on in human terms, if that makes sense as well. So, um, yes, dogs come through incredibly. I had another lady, and I'm trying to remember the details of the story, but um, it was her birthday and she'd lost her dog and her dog used to chew the cushions of the couch. And she's like, oh, my fucking God, I literally only found that yesterday, these hidden cushions and lining of the couch where my dog was chewing. Like he'd put his head down there and chew. Anyway, um, it was her birthday or something like that and the dog was saying, like, happy birthday, happy birthday. She's like, oh, my God. And I said, keep your eyes open for a big balloon, like a big number three. I don't think I knew it was going to be a balloon, but a big number three. I'll have to pull up the Zoom recording because it was quite phenomenal. Anyway, they live on a farm. They went for a walk around that back paddock. They hadn't thought much about it. And they saw this huge gold foil balloon in the number three up in the trees. And there was no reason rhyme for where that had been. Um, and I've got the photo of it on my phone somewhere. If I can find it, um, I've probably been through three phones. <laughs> but if I can find it, I will upload it with this episode because it's so cool. So our loved ones in spirit are always there, whether they are our pets, whether they are our humans, um, they're always, always there. And I truly believe our pets are a part of our soul family. They know that they're coming. Um, when I decided or was deciding whether or not to get Daphne, I was heavily, heavily nudged by my friend Chiara. And there was a lot of things that were um I guess were signs or were in alignment. So these labs were just around the corner from my house, which is very rare. We live in a fairly small town. Um, there were chocolate labs, which I wanted. There was two girls left, which I wanted a girl. And normally girls go really, really quickly in a litter. Um, and they were born the day before our wedding anniversary. And our wedding anniversary is like our password for everything. Like it's a really important thing to us. And she was born the day before our wedding anniversary. And I was like, oh. And I went and met her and, and I loved her, obviously. And I felt this app, which I've talked about in my Connections app um, episode. But I was also like, life is chaotic. Like, and I think I knew, I think I innately knew, <laughs> Claire cognizantly, that it was going to be hard. Like with Johnny, it was just pure love and adoration and just like my life is perfect now that I have this boy in it. Like he's just everything I've ever dreamed of. And perhaps I innately knew that Daphne was going to bring another energy to the house, a different energy. And so when I drove away, I started to feel a bit like, is this the right thing? And I had to like, you know, I'd already convinced my husband, but he wasn't like super excited about it. And I was like, okay, spirit, give me a sign. And there was a number plate that came in front of me. I was like, thank you. And then there was another car that drove past me, which the number plate was B Chocks and she's a chocolate Labrador. And then I pulled some cards and it was like growth and love and connection. And I was like, okay, I'm getting all of these signs that this is the right thing to get this girl. And then we brought her home and it was absolute fucking chaos. Like Johnny was trying to literally kill her. She didn't sleep. I don't think she slept for the first month. Um, it was like the polar opposite experience of what I had with Johnny. And I was literally like, what the fuck spirit? Like, why, 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 why did you push me to get this dog? Like this dog has turned my life upside down. The first month was hell, mainly because Johnny was trying to kill her. <laughs> And then something something switched inside and he adored her. And they say with labs it can take a month because they're, they're so in love with their family, um, particularly because John was six. Anyway, again, digressing off the stories. Here's my ADHD in full play today. Um, but essentially they're beautiful now and she is 
chaotic, but her energy is so playful and so funny. And she has brought so much frustration, but also so much laughter to our home, which I feel was the medicine that we needed. Um, and as I say, her connection with Seb is so beautiful. And that connection zap was there, as I talked about in the connection zap episode as well, the past life remembrance thing. So um, I believe that our pets are part of our soul family and they choose us. And that's why everything seems to go in alignment when they show up, right? And it's almost like we don't have a choice but to get them, regardless of what our husband says um, or how they feel. So when it comes to communicating with our pets as they are living, it's the same. We've just got to get our head out of the way. So I can look at my dog. He can walk into the kitchen and look at me and I can look at him and I can be like, oh, you need more water. Your, your water bowl must be empty. Now, I'm not Dr. Doolittle. I do have a very strong connection with animals. But the reason I have a strong connection with animals is because I view them. Excuse you. <sighs> She's ripping out her pillow now. I view them as as souls. They're gorgeous souls. They have a heavenly soul. They have this incredible soul. And I don't let my head tell me that it's just a dog. I don't let my head tell me that I don't understand what they want because they're a dog and we speak different languages. Anyone that knows Johnny knows that he speaks literal English. Like I will say, I don't, I don't command my dogs. So I don't say get off or get down or sit. I'd be like, can you sit down please? <laughs> can I please have a handshake? So it's never like sit, handshake, lie down. It's very like communicative. It's actual sentences. Um, I'll say to Johnny, can you please hop off the bed? And he'll hop off the bed. And I thought you can get back on now. Um, whereas Daphne is a little bit slower on the uptake with that. But it's communication. I know that they are. And Daphne understands she just disobeys sometimes. <laughs> Which is very similar to me. Again, I'm laughing. Johnny's the solid masculine and Daphne's the chaotic feminine. Just exactly as she's meant to be. Um, but it's really that simple. Is we, If I said to you, look at your dog and make up, make up a story right now. Let your imagination run wild about what your dog wants from you right now. As you know, part of my teachings, you want attention, don't you? That's why you're barking at me. Yeah. Um, part of my teachings. Okay. <laughs> As I say, I don't, I don't claim to be a dog trainer, um, but I am a good dog handler. <laughs> and they definitely have so much love in our house and communicator. You know what I mean? Um, so essentially, she keeps distracting me because, as you know, um, part of what I communicate within my psyche development classes is I don't believe we have an imagination. I believe everything that we receive is little inner knowings or drop-ins from the spirit world, even the art that we create. I feel that it's channeled from spirit. We just don't notice that we're actually doing that. We don't label it. We don't develop it. We don't know where it's coming from. So if I said to you, look at your dog and give me the closest story that you can make up as to what they might be thinking right now, you're probably going to be spot on. And you only learn that through trusting. She's really putting on a show for you guys with the barking at the moment. Um, you only learn that and deepen that connection by trusting it. So, again, oh, you want water? Okay, I'll top it out. Oh, you want fresh water? Okay. My cats will come in and they'll jump on the bench and they look at me and I'm like, okay, you want me to put the tap on ever so slightly so you can drink your water from it? You know, it's just this is not a mat like, Okay, it is a magical aspect of what I do. I do love it. I do love communicating with animals. But again, it's something that is not only um, limited to me. Everybody can do it. Yeah, everybody can do it. Again, some people don't like animals. Red flag. <laughs> but, you know, we are meant to live as one with the animal world. We are meant to live as one with nature. And we are meant to be able to communicate with them, you know. And, yeah, you know. 
I'm not sitting here and saying, you know, animals shouldn't be consumed and all of that kind of stuff. I've talked about, you know, moving from vegetarianism to back to eating meat and all that kind of stuff as well. But if you look into the oldest of cultures, you will know that when they sacrifice an animal to feed their family, they will actually, you know, communicate with that animal. They will actually pray over that animal. They'll give reverence to that animal because they know that they are sentient beings. So, you know, it's about respecting, I guess, all forms of life. And when we respect all forms of life, then communication is going to be easier with whomever we are communicating with. If we don't have respect for a certain race, we are not going to be open to communicating correctly and lovingly with them. And it's that simple. So, the same goes for a different species, right? If we don't respect them, they're not going to respect us. The last tip um, that I gave to my friend was our pets are an extension of our nervous system. So just like our kids, if we're stressed, they're stressed, right? It's it's like, and as I say that, my belly goes and it like tightens up. If they are stressed, we are stressed. If we are stressed, they are stressed. It's the same with our pets. And that was probably the number one tip that I learned when I did call in a dog trainer was like, Janelle, you're the problem, <laughs> not Johnny. It's not that Johnny wants to eat Daphne. It's that you're carrying on about it. Settle, understand they'll establish their placings and it will be okay. And it really was once I controlled myself. <laughs> so our pets are an extension of our nervous system. So again, more that, the more that we can do to trust them and lean into knowing that they are inherently beautiful, good beings, um, they just need a little bit of redirection, the more they're going to behave. So if I was to get really angry with Daphne, and sometimes I do because she's a lot, um, you know, that doesn't come, like it doesn't create a good bond and it doesn't create good behavior. It's the same as our children, right? I don't want my dogs to be scared of me. I don't want my dogs to blindly follow what I say. I want to have that communication, which I do. And as I say, animal lovers are going to love this episode and people who are not that connected to animals are going to be like, this chick is, she's lost it. <laughs> she's lost it. So they're my tips on animal communication. Trust what you inherently know. They don't communicate through talking like we see in movies, but that's the only way that they can portray it. But we just know. If we take that moment and set that intention to connect with them and to receive what they're sharing with us, we will actually understand it. It's the same as when like a crow lands on your fence. And if you let me run through Google and you're like, crow symbolization what does the crow mean spiritually you know um and that's fine you can do that and what resonates will drop in but next time that happens look at that crow and be like what is your message for me babe what is your message for me thanks for showing up i talk to animal guides i'll be like oh thank you appreciate it you know i'll be like good morning mr crow i'm i definitely am that witch see why i want to live in the woods and literally just wear beautiful long dresses every day and plant flowers and vegetables and talk to the animals. <laughs> I mean, I do that in a cottage in my town, but, you know, I'm, I'm envisioning just the wood fairy lifestyle for me in the future. If you'd like to send those manifestation vibes, I'm here for it. But, you know, before we run to find the logical reason of even a spiritual explanation, it's like sit with for a moment, what is this crow trying to tell me? Again, I know it sounds ridiculous, but... But I feel like people are opening to messages. My brother, who's not woo-woo, he messaged me a few weeks ago and he was like, so I never see sheep down this road and I work down this road and the last three days it's been sheep like really like running near my car or running out of the fence or running across the road. What does this mean? And I was like, oh, converting. <laughs> you know, and again, I went to Google, I sent him an explanation, but we really can kind of tap in and go, what do I feel that this means? 
What do I feel? So I'll walk past a magpie and it will warble. It's beautiful. Um, it's beautiful noises. Now magpies are often about balance, but also about showing off, showing off. So when a magpie shows off for me, they're like, use your fucking voice, be seen, speak up, take up space. You know, it's powerful. I'd love to hear about your animal encounters. Um, I'd love to hear your animal stories. If you have any questions about communicating with your animals, whether they are past or living, hit me up, DM me. Don't forget to send this episode to someone who you think might listen and please leave me a review. Um, have a beautiful day, my loves. I adore you and I believe in you. Bye.